in medicine or health how we are, we're not preventative. We're, oh, you're sick, now you go. Right. So my thought was, how can we prevent this slower-paced recovery? How can we help him be primed up to go into these games or training? So we found all of these natural solutions, and the core of them started with essential oil. You are listening to Plant Strength Radio. Each week, remarkable stories of plant-based healing, mindfulness, fitness, nutrition, and activism, as told by those with the expressed desire to affect lasting change in our world. Real people, real experiences. Your host, Bobby Lynch. What's going on, guys? Welcome to Plant Strength Radio. I'm your host, Bobby Lynch. And today on the show, we have Miss Andrea Warren. She is an alternative researcher, health researcher, and educator, aromatherapist, best-selling author and master formulator. And she has been practicing the secrets of essential oils for over 15 years now. Welcome, Andrea. Hi, good to be here. Yes, I'm, gra- I'm glad to have you on. So that's a, that's a lot of experience, 15 years practicing essential oils. Yes, it is. And uh, I dabble in many different areas using essential oils. So it's, it's been a fun journey and, and I just continue to, to learn more and, and find new ways to bring essential oils to people in their everyday life. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, definitely, you I mean, your career, alternative health researcher and educator, aromatherapist, best-selling author, master formulator, you've really done a lot. Tell me a little bit about, um, a little bit more about your background. And, and Sure. So I actually started in corporate America. I was a director of marketing for a large real estate group, um, then decided to take some time off. But unfortunately, you know, or fortunately, I'm one of those people where I can't shut off my brain. So I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised. Um, but I had to just keep myself doing something. So with having a child, I wanted to learn a lot about alternative and natural ways when I started looking at the back of bottles and just seeing all these words that I had no idea how to pronounce. Um, I kind of felt that there was definitely a better solution and I was going to find it because I do like to problem solve. So I went back to school, got a degree in um, <clears throat> naturopathy, I have a bachelor's of science in naturopathy. Then I got certified as an aromatherapist. And then I just started taking my old school days back in the bartending times of this mixologist and started yeah. applying it to um, essential oils. You know, there is a lot of synergies there. Um, and just seeing how they were helping my son sleep better, um, you know, helping me with sort of getting used to this whole idea of being mom and just mom. And not that that's a, not a hard job because it is by far the hardest job I ever had. But, you know, learning how to step away from that fast paced idea of corporate into changing diapers and just sort of not doing much during the day when you're when you have a newborn. So um, they really helped me calm my mind, as I said, help my son with sleep. I was, it was a great, when other issues came up like diaper rash and things like that, I was able to formulate some solutions that were all natural and chemical free. Really? Sort of how I started. Oh, that's awesome. So what, what some of, what were some of those solutions (laughs) that you were able to formulate? 
Sure. So my first product line was actually named after my son. It was called Logan's Lullaby. Mm -hmm. And what I did was I would take something and I started, actually, I had certified as an herbalist too. So I would take herbs and I would take oils. And the first one I did was I would take a little bit of beeswax, a little bit of lavender. And when you would have a a diaper rash or something on his bum, Mm -hmm. he's probably going to kill me right now because he's 18. (laughs) He's probably thinking, is she just talking about my ass right now? Uh, (laughs) But, and I would, apply it because it was safe and it wasn't this paste, you know, just nasty too. It was, you know, easy to apply, easy to remove. It smelled amazing. It helped with the irritation. And it also was getting to whatever that root cause of what was causing it. I knew some of it might've been diet, but you know, babies just like us can have inflammation. So this was a way to, you know, hit all of those pain points that he was having, what was causing the diaper rash itself. Definitely. And that's what really matters most. It's not about putting a Band-Aid over the symptom. It's about attacking the root cause. What's the root cause of the problem? And then let's prevent it, you know, cure it and then prevent it. So that's, that's, uh, that's really cool. So tell me a little bit more about like, how is that, how, how do you feel that essential oils have really helped uh, your own life, but also your family? Sure. Um, they've helped all the way, like every aspect of my personal life. Um, as somebody who I definitely have ADHD, most creatives do. So I know my creatives out there hear me. Woo woo. Mm-hmm. Um, so quieting my mind um, and being able to focus, even having a podcast with you, like I knew I had to put some vetiver on my hands, rub them together and take a deep breath because I knew if I didn't, I'd be thinking about every other thing I had to do for the day. So just even creating that mindset, which is a space that I live in often is teaching people how to use essential oils and mindset. So that's a definite passion for me. Mm -hmm. Um, My, my husband is a, I jokingly say a retired uh, division one college football player. He was Mm -hmm. a defensive tackle. So um, he is 45, but feels like he's 80 sometimes. So I had to come up with safe alternative ways to help him repair. Um, You know, he had two shoulder surgeries still wasn't, you know, he had a two centimeter rotator cuff tear when he played ball. Um, So he just, was somebody that I knew, we knew that we had to come up with something different. Surgeries weren't going to solve it. We weren't looking for opiates. And I'm sure you know, as somebody that loves to work out, when you can't take your workout to the level you want to, it gets pretty depressing. It really does. That's actually the word, the the exact word to describe it. (laughs) I I used to, I used to wear orthotics because I have, I have low arches, right? Everyone really says flat feet, but it's really just, I have low arches and I had worn orthotics for most of my younger years, like teenagers up through about, uh, I ditched them when I I was about 22, 23 years old, because it got to this point where I was having so much pain in my knees and my hips. And I didn't understand why. And I would go through a, a normal workout and not even one where I'm really, really pushing myself, just kind of like a normal work, I guess. Well, my, my, yeah, life, wait a your normal workout, mine are probably totally different. Players, <laughs> but nonetheless, I was just going through a, what was a normal workout for myself. And I was just in so much pain. And I was starting to become depressed because I was like, wow, I'm, I'm 22 years old. I'm, I'm in this much pain just doing something as simple as a workout. Why is that? And then I ended up talking to my chiropractor and telling him, about all of my symptoms. And then I said, yeah, I wear orthotics. He was like, ditch those, you know, that's just thrown off your feet. It's basically right. like a Band-Aid. Uh, think of it like if you break your wrist or, right, you're going to get a cast. It'll help 
your wrist heal, but once it's healed, you take it off. And right. orthotics are good if you have an injury, which is why I had kind of started wearing them when I was younger. Um, but then, you know, to, to continue wearing them, it's, it's silly because it makes all the muscles atrophy. And, and I became depressed too. And once I ditched them, I swear I haven't worn orthotics since. My arches have started to improve um, oh, awesome. greatly. And I don't have any more pain in my knees or hips because of that. And so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's just amazing when you, what you can gain when you go the natural route. Exactly. And it really is. I mean, I, did two, I actually have two stories in that realm when it comes to athletes. My, my son is an athlete, um, played AAU basketball in North Carolina. So if you're anybody who's a basketball person, you know that AAU in North Carolina is the real deal. Right. Um, and uh, then we moved to Texas. He played football in Texas. So. And that's, that's <laughs> you know, football yeah, yeah. and, you know, Texas yeah. is the real deal in Texas. Yeah. Exactly. And, and he too, he had a, um, he has hypermobility. So he had a lot of issues with knee dislocation. And, you know, even with my background, we tried some things and we went the surgery route, but he, you know, he still wasn't repairing the way he should, even with uh, physical therapy and other things, but we needed to go a natural route to help with easing his pain helping with recovery, um, helping him once he did say when he was doing these workouts to train for the next season to have ways that, okay, before you even work out, how can we, and I love how you talked about, you know, doing something to prevent something to happen, right? In medicine or health, how we are in, especially here in Western world. Is, Western medicine. Yeah. We are, we're not preventative. We're, oh, you're sick. Now you go. Right. So my thought was, how can we prevent this slower paced um, recovery? How can we help him be primed up to go into these games or training? So we found all of these natural solutions and the core of them started with essential oils, you know, wow. using pep peppermint before he worked out uh, the research with athletes with peppermint oil is endless, you know, helping with lung capacity, increasing burst, uh, helping with grip strength, um, also helping the body to the, the oxidation that happens in the muscles, helping that happen quickly so that we're not cramping. Right. So, uh, and that's just taking two drops in your water bottle. I mean, that's not like, you know, this big, huge ordeal. And so the peppermint you add, um, you add, and then other water. adding other natural uh, supplements. So, you, so yeah, you if add, you add like well, before, yeah. So you add peppermint oil about two to three drops to your water bottle. You mm -hmm. could do it thirty minutes prior to a workout, and then I would also do it while you're working out. Because, and again, just the one bottle, don't overdo it because I can tell you it's not fun if you overdo it. But, and even before you walk into the gym, take a whiff of some peppermint energy, boom. And like I said, opens lung capacity. You know, it makes you, it's funny. I take a cycling class and I always talk to the girl in there. She uses a bunch of essential oils and I'm like, you know what? Try peppermint. Watch what happens. And it's one of those like boot camp cycling class. I so don't belong in there, but I go. Uh -huh. and, and she's like, holy shit. I'm like, I told you. It's like, it's like, it's almost like you, you know, when you're doing that and you're, when you're also a competitor, a lot of times you have that almost feel like you're holding your breath because you're pushing so hard. And this just allows everything to open up and, you know, take that workout to the next level. Um, and again, the research is there. Whenever I share anything, it's because the research is there to support it. It's not some wooey sort of, you know, uh, 
aromatherapy thought. That's why I was put in there. I am definitely a researcher and educator first. And right. um, that has definitely been back. There's cycling teams over in Europe. They swear by it. And I mean, we're talking guys that are cycling the French Alps. You know, these aren't wow. guys cycling at Gold's Gym, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And and like, not only is the research there, I mean, the the practical application. Exactly. When you, and like your own research just applying it to yourself in your own life and then your own yeah. your family's lives and seeing how it, how much of a difference it's made. So you just have, you have a son. Do you have any other children as well? Yeah, I have a, a 15, almost 16 year old daughter, which is crazy to think. So, um, and have and, you, have you integrated essential oils into her life too? Yeah, she is. Um, my daughter actually has an autoimmune disorder. So we have used essential oils with her probably in that therapeutic sense since she was about four Um, yep. And as she's kind of worked through her illness, it has helped her with fatigue. It has supported her when she has some muscle flare ups. Um, it's helped her balance and women will hear me when I say this hormones, um, and myself, I've used them to help balance hormones. But with my daughter, it's always been something too, is finding natural solutions. Cause a lot of things that people don't think about is, when we're using products too, all of these products we use, when you can't read the name, those products are what I'm sure your audience will know is an endocrine disruptor. So you can hire somebody like you and be doing everything right and being like, what the hell? Why am I not being able to lose weight? Why am I, you know? And if you look at the research behind not using natural products and what they can do to your hormones and yeah. all of that, it's slows your metabolism down. So no wonder you're not. Huge difference. And I've just heard so many stories of of people saying they take a certain medicine and then all of a sudden their thyroid just completely drops. They go from being hyperthyroid, which is having a very fast acting thyroid, which I honestly think I'm hyperthyroid because I swear (laughs) I eat probably like 4,000 calories a day. Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah, it's it's like 3,500 to 4,000 right now because I'm trying to build some muscle. But then literally going from that to the complete opposite and being hypothyroid just because of taking the medicine and how much it threw off their hormones. Exactly. And that even goes to the products you put on your body. Women don't think about it, but we're there. We're on average, we put on almost 500 different toxins on our body in a day. Wow. That's not accounting environmental toxins. And that's That's just talking shampoo, lotion, makeup, lipstick, perfume. All of that is endocrine disruptors. So essential oils can even be used in those areas of your life, not just supporting your overall health, but even just your daily routine. And I always encourage people, that's a simple way to start adding them where they can have an impact on your overall wellness is just add it to a natural base lotion, pick a scent that you like, add it to it, and just start changing those areas of your life that I promise you, I've seen it in my own household. I've definitely seen it with my daughter as we've kept her in that sort of non-toxic, all-natural space where many people who have her autoimmune are not where she is. She's flourishing. You know, they told us she would never be tall. My daughter's six foot tall. They told us she would be um, overweight not even close. You know, she would have all of these issues and she's flourishing. I mean, if you don't mind me asking just to help, uh, because I think sure. this will help benefit anybody else who is dealing with this either directly personally themselves or, or with their family, what is your daughter's uh, exact autoimmune d- disorder? She has Hashimoto's thyroiditis. 
Um, and I always tell her that she has Hashimoto's thyroiditis on steroids. So most people have it know you have antibodies. The average antibodies are in the hundreds. My daughters were up to 9,000. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. So she was, um, we lived in North Carolina at the time and the research triangle loved her. Mm -hmm. um, she used to go to Duke and UNC and she was an anomaly. But I think a lot of what kept things in check was us just doing these natural um, alternatives, you know, and unfortunately, yes, she'll have to be on medicine um, because this is definitely in her case was a genetic thing. Um, right. But we've been able to keep all of these because you'll you'll hear people say, "Oh, if you have an autoimmune, you're bound to have another one." Right. Um, and in her case, which you know she was diagnosed when she was four, um, she has never showed a marker for another autoimmune, has never had a symptom for another autoimmune. Now, granted, really? wow. she's going to be sixteen. But if I would have listened to all the naysayers about her, um, you know, I would not, who she is now, you know, people freak out when they say, oh my gosh, you know, she's been through all of that and look at her. And, and you, and they probably, the, the, the average person would have no idea. I mean, no. Yeah. If they were to meet, they would have no idea. Yeah. No idea at all. She's got a full head of hair. That's another thing that people with, um, especially women with Hashimoto's will complain about thinning hair. I would kill for her hair. Her hairstyle, yeah, her hairstylist is like, you have a mane of hair. And it's really unheard of with autoimmune, especially thyroid. That's actually what I was just, I was just going to ask you that. So hair thinning is is a symptom. What what are some of the symptoms of, of Hashimoto's? With Hashimoto's, they can have up to 300 different symptoms. I've read oh, wow. you know, through research, but you can have fatigue, muscle pain, uh, skin discoloration, uh, hair loss. Um, Those are the main ones. Yeah, overweight. Um, also, I think what was it? well, obviously joint pain, uh, insomnia, or you know, or and again, in her case, she had thyroiditis, so she would shift. Like you were talking about hyper. So she could stay over in the hypo for a really long time. And then all of a sudden she would shift completely over to the hyper. So that's super speedy like you are, you know, right, fast right. metabolism. And then her, um, but hers most of the time she, yeah, she, she was definitely an anomaly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. No, that's, but yeah, mostly that's she so stayed in the hypo. Yeah. She stayed in the hypo, I would say 90% of the time. But again, it was calibrating medicine. And in, in case, and I, I don't want to, you know, downplay how important medication can be. Right. Um, but I always say, have that with something else. If it's something that is like, this makes me get up every day, understand that. Right. But then try some different ideas, techniques, and, and adding oils into, well, let's take that to the next level. Right. And that's really what I think is how we can change people, even looking at whales, is how they can help you take all of these areas to, in your life to the next level. Yeah, def, that's that's so awesome, and and I mean, look at look at the effect that it's the positive effect that it's had on your life and then your family as well. Uh, and that's so awesome that you're now just spreading this this positivity to the world and and showing people how you can do something. Because I always tell people your health is a direct result of what you put in and on your body on a daily basis. And if you're constantly putting garbage into your body and you're constantly putting garbage onto your body, then your health is going to be garbage. So exactly. 
that's that's as simple as it is and it really is that simple and i think people try to make it so much harder but it really is that simple in and yeah <laughs> yeah it really it really is and so what do you do now with your work so you've been practicing you know essential oils for 15 years what do you do now with it well actually i recently in the past probably six months have taken a, a totally different turn i had worked with um a lot of people just on one-on-one coaching. I'd worked with athletes and I started doing, cause I'm an obsessive researcher. I started researching, you know, mindset and sort of all of these amazing, you, you know, techniques that people were using, but I kept saying, why do we need so many? You know, everybody was raving about the next greatest, you know, technique, but I thought, okay, Okay, there's all these techniques are fabulous. I think, and I've literally, I don't know, in six months, hundreds, maybe thousands of hours of podcasts and, um, you know, YouTube, whatever, to listen to all these gurus. And the more I thought about it was, were we connecting these mindset techniques to something that could concretely connect it to memory? So that when we were doing these mindset techniques, maybe in a space where we didn't normally do them, they could connect to something to bring us back. So I'll use the example of somebody who has anxiety. So there's all these great breathing techniques and all of that, but you can't go into, you know, you're standing outside of a boardroom. You can't do a breathing technique, right? I mean, people probably look at you like you're a little off. So what I was saying, what if you took just the smell of something, which memory and scent are so deeply connected. Huge. And you, when you were doing that breathing technique, say at home doing your practices, you connected it to a scent when you just smelled that scent, it would give you that technique without even doing it. Exactly. And the, and the science is there because the body recognizes, wait a minute, when I smell this, I'm at relaxation. Yes. Yes. So that's that is, the work I'm doing now. <laughs> it's funny. Wow. That's so, that's so interesting that you said that because I, um, well, a little fun fact, I uh, did, I acted when I, while I was in school, I started in a couple plays and I was actually going to minor in theater. Uh, long story Ooh. short, I ended up minoring in Spanish instead. But some of the acting techniques that we used were just that. We would connect how to, to keep yourself in character. And especially if you had to emote a certain emotion, we would have certain cues that we would think of. So something traumatic, right? If, if you needed to get really emotional and you needed to spur um, grief and sadness, you would connect to a point in your life that really brought that out. And, you know, something for me was my dad uh, passed away four years ago. And that is something that if I think about it, it can really trigger that. Just, just a simple thought. Right really will trigger that emotion for myself. Um, But of course, like, how can we spin this positively? Same thing goes with what you just said, uh, with just thinking about, with thinking about that. That, I I think that's really cool how you're practicing that with essential oils. We've used it in in corporate settings. I mean, we've used it in all different techniques because I'm beta testing it everywhere. Because like, again, there's all these amazing mindset techniques but to me, I still think that's why everybody's still look, looking for the mindset technique right. because we need something to connect it to that's more concrete. I think right. the techniques are great, but if every time I smell orange, I thought back to this mindset technique right. and it, my body, because the way the olfactory system works with the neurons in the brain, and I won't go too sciencey on you, 
it does. That's how deeply it connects. I've worked right. with clients that will smell something um, when we're working through a trauma session even and say, oh my gosh, I can taste it in my mouth. That's how deep the sense of smell is connected to the brain. And isn't so, like the like smell accounts for 70% of your taste anyway, too. Exactly. But it's amazing if you could smell something that brings you to a memory and then you can taste the memory. So think about how powerful that sense of, you know, that smell is to where the mind and the brain goes because it does it on its own. Yeah. And just (laughs) in terms of uh, curing the anxiety, at least like the present moment anxiety and and so many people are experiencing anxiety and depression on a daily basis, just constantly being on the go, never really taking the time. For me personally, what helps is just meditating. Um, But that brings me to that calm place. And so if just having something that you can smell, that it brings you right there to do it in an instant where you can't just, you know, start meditating outside for a boardroom meeting. Exactly. So think about what you said. You have a meditation practice, which I think everybody should have one. Mm-hmm. But what if when you were meditating, you connected it to a particular scent yeah. so that you kept a little tiny bottle because I was like, what do you do? Tell everybody. I'm like, no, they're this big. You know, it's one dram. And you said, OK, every time I smell tangerine, I go back to that experience I have every morning right. when I'm in this meditative state. Right. When you're How in that. Um, exactly. State. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's such a great, I've never, I've never really thought about that. Yes, I did practice. We did practice some of these similar techniques, uh, during our acting courses, but I never really thought about practical applications to everyday life. And that's so, that's so simple. So that's what you're doing now. Yeah. And it's, I'm loving it. I'm, I've actually, um, doing a lot of speaking about it and talking to schools of business and sort of, you know, especially I think with younger people, I think it's just because I was in that corporate world so long. We don't, we learn all these academic techniques, how to be successful, but I think real successful people have sort of integrated this whole balanced approach of mind, body, spirit, right? Yes. So we have this great academics, but how are we taking care of ourselves and what are some techniques we can use to help us be successful in that piece? Because all of that's important to your overall success. 100%, 100%. A happy life is a balanced life. And that, and our motto at Plant Strength Performance is sustainability for mind, body, soul, and the environment. I love that. And this is good for the environment. And it's it's good for the environment. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So do you do, do you work for yourself or do you have a specific company that you're doing your work through? Actually, right now, I I have a group on Facebook. It's called 365 uh, Essential Oils for Every Day. I am in the process of redoing my website, but it is andrearwarren.com, and you can contact me on there. Um, My email's on there, but that's obviously still under construction. And actually, I'll be starting a podcast next month called Level Up Your Mindset. So it'll be a whole new thing about how to take essential oils to the next level and incorporate them with exactly what I'm talking about. I love it. And you know, mindset, mindset is so huge. And that's actually the first thing. So in my coaching program, the plant strength blueprint, the first two weeks before we even get into nutrition coaching. Yes. During those first two weeks, I'll have you start on a, you know, on a training routine so you can start getting, getting into working out. But before we even get into nutrition, it's all focused on mindset because your mindset is the 
will make the biggest difference in whether you see success or not. And if you don't have the right positive mindset, even the smallest of tasks are going to seem daunting. So I really, really commend you on the work you're doing because it mindset and is, is, it makes a big difference in many people's lives. Um, but then also just taking it from a natural approach. Yeah. I think, and I think it will. I mean, the people that we're working with and we're doing the beta testing are just shocked at the results. Cause I usually go to the biggest skeptics. I don't want to go to people who totally get what I do. I'm like, okay. I was talking to a woman. She's like, you don't understand these guys in corporate America and Boston, they don't listen. I said, trust me, those are my favorite people. Exactly. Cause I know what it's going to (laughs) do. The change is going to be mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun. I enjoy it a lot. Yeah, that's awesome. So actually, that kind of segues us into a good point at the podcast, our creative segment, where called Growth Spurts and Growing Pains. And really what this segment is for is to talk about something that you have experienced growth in, something that you're proud of, and then also something that you're still experiencing a growing pain in an area of your life that you could get better with. So we'll start right at the top. What is a recent growth spurt that you have had in your life? Sure. Um, I actually just uh, booked a speaking engagement for the Invincible CEO, and I am now one of their vetted experts. I'll be doing my first sort of CEO circle uh, talk at the end of March. So um, I figure if I'm going to dive in, I'm going to dive into the deep end. So uh, that will be my first uh, segue into bringing mindset and that whole aspect of attaching it to essential oils to to the big dogs. (laughs) So, wow. So tell me, yeah, tell me a little bit more about that. Sure. Um, I have a good friend. She is a CEO sort of coach. She's a business coach. And we've done a lot of talking about what she does. And I always say to her, hey, you want to level it up? Let me teach you what I do. So we started talking. I became a vetted expert on her page and started doing some online um, sort of kind of ideas on how to share essential oils, how to bring them into your daily routines from when you get up to when you go to sleep. Um, And again, was learning from these highly successful people already and their approaches and me just, again, leveling them up, just right. putting them on steroids, as I say. and um, Natural steroids. Out, yes, natural steroids, healthy, clean, natural steroids. Um, and then it just came about that she had was doing this intensive and she said, I would love to have you come in and talk about your techniques and how they can apply them to what I'm teaching and coaching. So that's just how it happened. So I'm headed out the end of going to Philly. I've been to Philly in years, so it should be fun. Awesome. And how, how many how many CEOs will you be speaking to down there? I'm not sure. I, I knowing her, it's gonna be a lot because she doesn't play around. She's uh, she's somebody that I actually look up to quite often in helping me mentor. Wow, that yeah, that's gonna be well, I mean, that'll just be a ton of fun. Uh, it should be. It's a little nerve wracking, but <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? That that nervous that that nervousness, that uncomfortable feeling, yeah. that's how you grow. That's a good stuff. You have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable because it's the only way to get better. Exactly. So, speaking on that, what is a recent growing pain that you've had where you feel like you could be better with? I would say my recent growing pain is I'm horrible at delegating. Okay. Um, even though I teach people not to micromanage, Um, And it's not that I'm micromanaging other people. I'm almost micromanaging myself. I tend not to allow myself to have other people do things. Um, 
And it's definitely a pain point that is a pain point in my personal life as in my business life. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, getting over that. And I don't, I was always saying, oh, it's this a control thing. I'm like, no, it's just, I'm trusting somebody to do it better than me, which sounds sort of arrogant, but it is what it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. And really, <laughs> but I'm sure you're a trainer. You get what I'm saying. Like if somebody's going to train one of your clients, you're like, are they really going to do it as good as I do it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely experienced that with just run with running my business. And actually, um, this is, that's just something I really had to learn is that entrepreneurship isn't about doing it yourself. It's about building right. the best team around you to do it, uh, to do, to do it with you. But really that goes with anything in life. Um, and just kind of putting that trust in other people and understanding that you are only one person. There's only so much you can do at the end of the day. Right. And that really makes uh, the biggest difference if you can extend that trust yes. to yeah. others. Um, yeah. So I definitely, I would connect with you. On that. <laughs> I'm That's, a work in progress. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a work in progress for myself as well. Uh, but that's awesome. And so tell me, just to, just to end the show, a little bit of advertisement for yourself. How can, so you did say AndreaRWarren.com. That's how people can yes. find you. And your Facebook group again is? My 365 Essential Oils for Every Day. And if you mentioned that you uh, heard me on Bob, Bobby's podcast, I will let you in because it is a paid group, but that'll be my gift to the people who listen to your podcast. And we talk everything oils and not just oils. I have people come in and speakers and other gurus and what they do share their wisdom as well. I'm all about um, sharing and caring and letting people know how to do things in a holistic, natural way. Awesome. So you guys, you guys heard that right here. If you want to get, you want to get in, it's at 365 essential oils for every day, for every day, Facebook group, you guys can get in for free. Just mention that you listen to (laughs) that you listen to the podcast. And if anyone would like to purchase essential oils, what should they do? Reach out to me directly. Um, You can find me on that 365 page um, or Andrea Ramondo Warren on Facebook. You can direct message me and I'm happy to direct you on how to do that as well. Plant Strength Radio is hosted by Bobby Lynch, produced and edited by Kiwan Harrison. Special thanks to our guest, Andrea Warren. If you would like to hear more podcasts like this, please like, share, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever podcasts can be streamed. To learn more about Plant Strength, the company behind this podcast, please visit www.plantstrengthperformance.com or follow us on social media at Plant Strength Performance. Plant Strength, sustainability for mind, body, soul, and the environment. Thank you for listening.